Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Back at the Guide Shack. I'm your host, Yakadoo. Uh, today we're going to be talking with Ellen DeCoster. DeCoster. DeCoster, mm-hmm. sorry. I just read it. I don't think I've ever actually said it before. Uh, Hi. <laughs> okay. Uh, tell us like where you're from, where you grew up, what you did when you grew up, like kind of a little bit of back history on who you are. Okay. Uh, I'm from Marine City, Michigan, a little town that's not even on most maps. <laughs> okay. How but, far from Detroit is that if you're in Michigan? About hour north, and then you go right over to the St. Clair River. It's right okay. on the water, so that was really nice. So grew up on the water. Yeah. Perfect. Not white water, though. Well, you know. Three miles wide. The freighters go down it, but a really nice current, and summers there were like great because you could just jump off. Uh, the seawall, before the water level went up, it used to be like a 10-foot drop in some places, so it was really fun. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Uh, it's a cute little town. It's like nice to visit, but there's a lot of redneck people there. It's farmland around outside of town, so, you know. It's like, you know. I just uh... had that life growing up <laughs> for a lot of it. And then I started moving away, and... I realized that I did not want to be there, and I ended up truck driving, and okay. then I really realized I didn't want to be there, and I was like, there's a whole wide world out there. Let's leave Michigan. <laughs> okay, so then you left Michigan and went where? Uh, well, first year and a half of truck driving did over the road, so I went to every state except like Vermont and Rhode Island, and Alaska and Hawaii, those ones. But So I kind of got to Makes see sense. what other states were like, and I was like, wow, the Pacific Northwest is amazing it's really cool yeah i used to pick up <laughs> apples in washington and okay. like for like a mile from the factory you could smell apples and there'd be waterfalls on the side of the road and it was just awesome <laughs> and you're like i gotta come back here i gotta come live here mm-hmm. nice so what was the first state you lived in after you left michigan um i was kind of in washington for like two months thinking that's where i wanted to settle but i ended up in alaska Okay. (laughs) That's awesome. You're like, yeah, so there's this road that goes north. I'm going to Alaska. (laughs) I ended up doing a bunch of Airbnb experiences when I was staying in Seattle. I did like a mushroom growing class. I did a drum circle. I did a haunted microbrewery. And on the haunted microbrewery, I ended up meeting somebody. We talked for a couple months and they're like, come visit Alaska. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And so flew up there for 10 days. He took me on a the dog sled, the... Oh, uh, nice. What do you call that? They do the Iditarod, but I can't remember what the... Well, there's the Iditarod challenge. Yeah, but, but... there's just, like, dog sledding. Yeah, so we went dog sledding, and that was a place that, like, would train for that. There are employees oh, that trained gotcha. for it, so it was really fun. And the dogs were all really cute and let you pet them, too. So they were, like... And they have puppies and stuff they let you hold. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> you know, taking me on a private, like, plane ride over the mountains. Oh, that's right. that owned a water park. <laughs> and... and he was like a precious metal dealer, and he was really nice and funny and really nerdy. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll come up here. I was like, shit, I, everything's packed in my car already. And so I you to just, swear. No, you can say whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> I was like, why not? If I don't like it, I'll just drive back, right? Right. And then COVID happened. Oh, okay. And the border closed. <laughs> and the border closed, and you're like, now I got to go back. <laughs> so I was kind of stuck there for a little bit. Were you, though? Was the, Isn't there a like a ferry that goes from Anchorage to it's Seattle? Closed oh, no Because shit. of COVID. Oh, fun. So yeah. you had to like... Bang through two country lines, I guess, because you had to go into Canada and then come back out of Canada, yeah. both with the whole COVID restrictions. Yeah. Wow, that sounds interesting. How was that? Uh, the only thing that saved me is I still had a Michigan license. So I was said I was returning home. But the weird thing is I was coming to Oregon. Right. 
And I'm at the border and they're like, we need proof of where you're going. So they read my Facebook messages with Matt and Heather. And it <laughs> said Oregon at some point. But he didn't get far enough to read that. He just kind of scrolled and then gave it back to me. And he was reading what I wrote. He's like, hmm. Oh, I need to. I need to use the bathroom. I've been in line for a long time. I feel really nervous. Dad, don't be nervous. And I'm like, this is awkward. This is really awkward. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're just like going through my messages right. on my phone. <laughs> like what I typed moments before I got to the window. So, <laughs> and my registration was expired, so I had to deal with that. It didn't come for three months. Oh wow. Yeah, and finally I just went online, to, like took a screenshot of saying not to arrest people that like the secretary of state said that it was behind and all this stuff. And they gave me a hard time, but they let me through after four hours. You're just like, I am Fuck. going home <laughs> well, to Oregon. Yeah. So from there you went to where Morrison's, did you go work at Morrison's after that? I started work two days after I came to Oregon. It was real no fast. kidding. Yeah, I didn't so even you just pack. Got into Oregon, and then Matt was already working at Morrison's, and so you're like, "Hey, they need a housekeeper," and yeah. so you started working at Morrison's. Yeah, I was supposed to be serving, but it kind of took me a while to get through the border, especially because my registration that they had already filled the position, and then they're like, "Well, we need a housekeeper," and that's what I've been doing in Alaska was like white glove housekeeping. With the fancy wine cellars that are temperature control rooms, these million dollar homes. I'm like, well, I know how to do that real good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can clean some rooms. Yeah. <laughs> so then from there, while you were a housekeeper, a bunch of friends came out from Michigan mm -hmm. and you guys booked a rafting trip. Yeah, that was all Matt. That was all Matt. Yeah, he's like, let's go do this. I was like, okay. <laughs> right on. How was your first experience on a rafting trip playing around in Whitewater? Oh, super fun. I was scared because I didn't, didn't know even, what I was doing. But You didn't even ride in the raft. You were in the inflatable kayak <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Yeah. I'd been down a few rivers that were calm, but I love kayaking. I was like, yes, I want to be in the kayak. Nice. <laughs> All right. We will be right back. All right, and we're back. So, you were in the kayak. How was that for the afternoon, like, did you, at any point you feel like you were out of control or do you feel like everything was pretty much going your way? Uh, so at first I didn't, I wasn't used to eddies and things like that. So I didn't realize I wasn't staying in the current and I was like, man, I'm working really hard. And then I realized, oh, there's a current that I need to stay in. It's not the same everywhere. Right. Like I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> so so it was much easier. And then, uh, there was one rapid that I know is called Widowmaker now. Okay. But at the time I <laughs> Taking a huge puff, and I'm still lightweight from all those years of, of truck driving where I couldn't smoke. And I was giggling to myself when I went over the wave train that you called it a wave train. Because that's my first time hearing that term. So I'm like, <laughs> wave train. And I'm like, train. oh my god, I didn't go left, and I need to be going left. And I was like, totally far right. And I was like, shit. So I got You're, you're kind of in the middle. You were like far <laughs> right. But the, but the kayak who was following you pulled a perfect kayak drift. And so the line you took, they went just wide of where you went. So they actually did go all the way back into that <laughs> corner. It was awesome. I turned around. I'm like, whoa, where, what happened? Everybody was following so well until now. <laughs> and then Ellen got high. Ellen got a little high. I definitely got stuck in a couple rocks. And I had to shimmy myself off, but it was fine. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. And uh, I remember not having any problem for the rest of the day, so I know I ran Argo okay. Yeah, you so. ran Argo almost perfectly. Yeah. I, mean, you, I guess, yeah, you did run it perfectly. You didn't hit any rocks. You actually were yep. one of the few kayakers that gets through there without 
I'd at least bumping that. stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're like so. From there, how did you become a raft guide? Which you are now because you've ran commercial trips. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember how long after that we were outside the office and you were just like, hey, you should look and become a raft guide. I think it was at like two months later, it's the end of the season. And I was thinking in my head, I'm like, I have a meeting with Andrew and Churchill literally next week about my pay and where I'm going to stay next year and what's going on. I'm like, maybe this is something I want to do. Now would be the time to ask. Yeah. So, and then you saw me again and you were like, hey, you really should do this. And then I'm like, this kind of is intimidating. I don't know whitewater. I've never even rowed a boat ever. Right. So I don't know what I'm doing. But my goals in life is to do more outdoor stuff and be eco-friendly or, you know what I mean? Right. Not be housekeeping. So I'm like, this is a step in the right direction, this right? This makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's go do this. It'll be, give me leadership skills. I'll be outside all the time. I can learn about the plants and tell people about it. And yeah. They'll like it. <laughs> so right. I was like, okay. So... Um, and then Churchill and Andrew said yes. They're like, yeah, if you learn how to navigate a boat, we'll let you be a raft guide. I was like, look, uh, I'm good at housekeeping, but I don't really like it. And Andrew actually looked at me and he's like, I'd be a little concerned if you did. <laughs> he kind of understood. No, if you were choosing to be a housekeeper over a raft guide, yeah, there's definitely some room for some concern. Yeah. <laughs> so he said yes. <laughs> and he was like, just help us set up. And then we'll move you in like the end of June, get you going when the season's going good. And I was like, okay. And then this year, they what have more trips, uh, like a projection of more trips than they've ever had. Oh, they've already, yeah, they've reserved more trips than they've ever reserved. I think they're, yeah, yeah. they're up over like a couple hundred higher than they've ever been. So it's not the end of June. I've already run no. a commercial trip. Right. Yeah. You did a full day trip. Yeah. Yeah, how was that? Against the wind. <laughs> Against the wind. Yeah. Oh, was, that was a that was a day. That was a thing. <laughs> yeah. When we're coming past Galice, like there was a couple different times where I was rowing and I was just thinking to myself, like, man, I don't want to use my guests to help me get through this section, but I'm going back upstream. <laughs> and like and Ellen and Dustin aren't doing any better than I'm doing. At which point I was like, Ford. Give me, give me some forwards. Like, let's get break through this. And I broke right through that wall of wind, and I just took off around the corner. And I turned around, and you and Tustin were nowhere to be found. I'm like, <laughs> are they coming around the corner? How long did they get stuck in that fucking wind? Yeah, so that was interesting. How did you feel about that? I was a little discouraged. I was standing up and literally putting my full body into pushing myself, and I wasn't going anywhere, and I was getting pushed upstream. <laughs> and then my guests, I didn't even have to ask them. I felt like they loved me for a moment. <laughs> they were just like, like, we feel for you right now. Yes, and they were like, let's do this. <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's do this. Thank you, yes. I know, I was like, thank you guys. I was like, awesome teamwork, you guys, you rock. <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely been trips where I've been on where it's like similar type of wind. And, like, the guests are not even about to help you. And you're like, Here we go. I'm just going to be prideful today. And I'm just going to keep on trying. And I'm not going to ask for their help. Dory, just keep swimming. Yeah, just keep rowing. Just keep <laughs> rowing. Just You can't give up. You just have to keep trying. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. But, yeah, sometimes you get those trips where they just, like, look back and, like, the family is just like, All right, guys, 
She can't, they can't do all the work for me. Yeah, we're, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> we're, going, we're going the wrong way. Yeah. And they haven't said anything, so we're just going to do it. If we, if we don't do something, uh, it might not end the way we thought it was going to this day. <laughs> we might never make it past this point. Yeah. We would eventually like to go home and relax. We've been in the sun all day. <laughs> so in our best interest, let's help. <laughs> right on. Uh, so you had... So you got a group of two and a group of four. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you like a guess? Uh, or how'd you like good. How'd you like being in a raft with guests? Because every other time you've been boating, it's been with like me or Joshua Blue yeah. or other raft guides. And so like this is the first time with actual guests where you're essentially entertaining. Yeah. It's intimidating. Yeah. I'm pretty, I can be pretty shy. I try real hard not to be, but. Yeah, you're gonna have to get over that. Yeah, for sure. You gotta just immediately start talking to him and be like, "Hey, what's up, everybody?" Right. And if I don't think about it too much beforehand, I'm fine. But right. if I psych myself out, I'm like, I don't know what to say because I thought about too long about what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely still happens for me, where I'm just like, "Now the time has passed. <laughs> yeah. The time's passed. I can't say it anymore. Right. I waited too long." Growing up, I was so shy, I couldn't make eye contact with people. See, now I never had that problem. that bad. But I had 12 siblings. Yeah. So, like, you just learn to deal. Even if you're an introvert, you become an extrovert because it's just like, all right. Because you want your fucking Pop-Tarts. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you had to fight for your food. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you wouldn't have helped me out through the winter and taken me rafting... I know it was in your interest, too, because you're like, I want to go raft. Let's right. go rafting. But you definitely took time out to show me and explain things to me. And you're like, okay, she actually listens and tries. So, like... I'm going to keep fostering this. Yeah. Because I want another raft guide on the day section that I'm not constantly wondering, like, what in the fuck is going through their head right now? <laughs> A slightly responsible right. kid. <laughs> like, Ellen is, like, super organized. She has her shit together. I would rather go boating with her than go boating with some of these other people that end up here. It's, so, for you to actually be raft guiding, for me, is super rad. Like, yes, finally, yeah. this is happening. It's not just like a maybe this is going to happen. It's actually happening now. Yeah. It's crazy how it all happened that, like, I came, Matt was like, come stay with us, come work at Morrison's, book that trip for us. I was on your trip. You saw me in the ducky because we had one too many people, and then I ended up being a raft guide. Yeah. It's crazy how that all came like, out to be. You're pretty cool. You're cool enough to be a raft guy. When I left Michigan, I did not know I'd be in Southern Oregon doing raft guy. Living in a trailer down yeah. by the river. With a, ra a fucking guide camp with a bunch of hooligans. Oh, and they kind are of a like bunch of living there. Dude, they're so fun, though. Yeah. I mean, definitely hooligans. Most though. of them are good people, though. Right. They're wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. They're on spring break. Yeah. <laughs> but some people, like, actually care about other people and don't have anything bad to say about other people. And they just like party kind of hard they like to party really hard and they like to go rafting yep yeah they're wonderful yeah they've chose the right career for their lifestyle <laughs> <laughs> so. absolutely uh so what are you looking forward to this summer um now that you've had guests are you like really amped up and ready to, you're just like oh i can't wait for my next trip i definitely I still get intimidated about entertaining people, but I know that I'll get better at that. Right. Well, and then also, like, the more you read that book, 
that has just like all sorts of random information in it. Yeah. And you're floating down the river, you'll see those things and they'll kind of trigger and be like, oh, hey. So over on the left hand side, yeah. we got this going on. Over on the right hand side, that's what's going on over here. And they're always like, how deep is it? That's the question you're going to get all the time. How deep is it? And How I deep is it right here? came up with a logical answer. What is it? So, because of the, the water flow changes, uh-huh. and the silt gets moved around on the bottom of Naturally. the... Naturally. You, you can't tell at any one point how deep it is. But it's always chest high on a duck. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> 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 but my personality type, I'm like, I'm very logical, and I like to be informational, and I'm like, I am excited about learning that stuff. I've started learning about the birds and the plants, and trying to learn about the rocks, but I know nothing about rocks, so it's hard. Dude. Learning stuff about rocks is super hard. <laughs> it's hard. Like I was reading like the whole like rock section on in that guidebook. That's where I'm at right now. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I know. These like I'm reading the words and I know what the words mean, but it doesn't. Some of the I, words I don't know what they mean. I need a dictionary. <laughs> yeah, right. Some of the words are way too big. You're just like, what is happening right now? Couldn't we shorten that up somehow? Like, I wish I could quote one out of there right now. I try, I try to stop at about six syllables. <laughs> so, um, I definitely, again, like, because I used to be shy and I eventually, I love music so much and I love singing and I want to be able to entertain people and perform and not have stage fright because when no one else is around, I perform way better. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You're just... The singing and dancing that happens in the bathroom, but in the bathroom is like nothing compared to what would be in public. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you know, when you're by yourself, you're willing to just be completely out there. I want to be like that in front of people too. You should be. Yeah. So, As a good raft guide, you will be. Yeah. But also, you'll know when to rein it in. Yeah. Like you'll have like and the read people certain and... families, and you're just like, all right, well, I'm gonna be super conservative today. Yeah. I'm just not going to, you know, I'm just going to tell them information about the river and try not to tell them any stories about myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just leave that part out. <laughs> oh, man. They might be scarred for life. <laughs> oh, yeah. From their sheltered world. <laughs> that's okay. So that's definitely something I'm excited about because I want to learn leadership skills. And I want to be able to maybe own my own business one day and tell people what to do, which right. I'm really bad at oh. right now. <laughs> well, and in order to be a raft guide, you have to tell people what to do. Yeah. Like, hey, I need you guys to paddle now. Yeah. And now I need you to stop right now. Yeah. And realize that that's a good thing. When people know what they're supposed to do, they'll just perform better and they right. won't question it and everything runs more efficiently. And the more clear you are with your instructions, the easier it is for them to do their job, which is to listen. Yeah. So, and the other thing yeah. is the Rogue River is fucking beautiful. Oh, yeah. And you so get to I get to be on the water every day. And like right now, oh my gosh, the different colors of green from the trees as you're floating through the canyon. And you just kind of turn around and look up at it. You're just like, this is so fucking awesome. And the flowers that bloom at different times, you have plants that don't, aren't in Michigan. Right. There's no Madrone trees. I didn't know what that was till I got here. No, nobody knows what Madrone trees yeah. are. Yeah. I've never seen people, a manzanita tree before. Even people in northern Oregon... Don't know what a madrone oh, tree is. So all this is new to me. I get to see all the flowers blooming at different times and yeah. see what happens there. And all it's the amazing. different animals that come out at different times. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> so I'm excited about that too. Uh, I definitely love to swim and be around the water. I grew up three blocks from the river where I wouldn't even wear shoes and I just go well, up and swim all day. You have a pretty savage self-rescue already. Yeah. <laughs> like the first time that me and Joshua Blue took you out and tried to show you how like this is the most efficient way to self-rescue... You pulled yourself in the boat three times with no help right off the bat. Like, 
immediately. Helga! We're like, we're like holy shit, Helga's a badass! <laughs> like, so, you know. Flip challenge in what, a minute and 12? And then a minute yeah. and 8? My second yeah, yeah, time? Yeah. Ever trying it? Yeah. First, first time first ever you time, taught me self-rescue. First time ever trying to self-rescue, and you did the IRF flip challenge in a minute and 8 seconds was your fastest time. Yeah. Yeah, that's badass. It was hard, though. The second time, I was like, I don't know if I can do this the third time. <laughs> I don't know if I've got the, the muscles to do this a third time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, the second time I did it, I think I pulled something in my shoulder. And then after that, I was like, I'm not even trying anymore. I'm done. <laughs> I did it fast enough. That was good. I'm yeah. out. Not for one day, for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, in the... Uh, so, I actually was able to self-rescue this time. And it was like after winter boating and getting kind of tossed out a few couple of times, like my self rescue has gotten a lot better. It's been really nice that that actually works because like, like all the guests are trying to pull themselves in and you're like, yeah, no, excuse me. <laughs> and then right they see the you raft. and they're like, you're a real raft guide. It's like, How did you do that? And you're like, uh, tricks. It's all about tricks. My guests were really impressed when I pulled myself back in the boat. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Dude, Dustin won't even get out of his raft right now because he can't get himself back in. You know, I, <laughs> he doesn't embarrass himself. Dustin, you're going to need to work on that self-rescue, buddy. Definitely need to work on my uh, technique and structure for larger people than me so I don't embarrass anybody. True. I say <laughs> the biggest thing is like tell the guests to tighten their straps right before they jump in because yeah. usually they only swim when they want to go swimming. Yeah. Normally, you're not knocking people out of the boat, but yeah, always tell them to cinch it up right before they get in. Be like, hey, the straps are going to loosen up, so you're going to want to tighten that as tight as you can get it before you get in the water, so that way when we pull you in, we pull you in and we don't pull the life jacket off you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I had one guy that I tried to pull in, and I was like, did you loosen your life jacket? And he's like, I might have. <laughs> I might have. <laughs> and you're like, uh-huh. <laughs> It was a little too tight, you thought. It wasn't too tight. It was the right level of tightness. Yeah, see what happened? <laughs> now you look like you weigh 50 pounds more than you do. Yeah, now this is looking really awkward, and you're the reason that it's looking yeah. like this. Your wife is a little disappointed in you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you have to bring his wife into it? She's like, man, this guy's getting old. <laughs> his beer belly's getting out of control. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, I think that's probably enough for now. Uh, thanks for stopping by, and uh, we'll see you later. Bye.